You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Bears, and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I'm an analyst for Pro Football Focus, and I write about the Chicago Bears for NBC Sports Chicago and Bears Wire. I'm here to bring you your daily Chicago Bears news and analysis, and today we are talking all things Robbie Gold. The San Francisco 49ers kicker really opened the door to a potential departure from the Bay Area with a report from ESPN on Tuesday. So we'll talk about kind of how we got to where things stand now. We'll look at some recent transactions with kickers and other specialists to kind of see what the market could be like for Robbie Gold. And then we'll wrap up kind of looking at where things could go from here as far as what the Bears might be weighing, what other teams might be interested, or what his future could still be with the San Francisco 49ers. We're going to put together a full-on Bears NFL Draft primer on tomorrow's podcast, but today, in case you missed it, over at ESPN, Adam Schefter reported that San Francisco 49ers kicker Robert Robbie Gold has pulled the contract proposals he sent to the team, and he told the 49ers that he will not negotiate or sign a long-term deal with them, and that, of course, then he wants to be traded. Gold is basically indicating he would hold out all summer, and if he's going to show up to the team, it wouldn't be before the regular season starts, so would sit out you know, everything up until that point and then even make a decision based on that. The key sort of reasoning behind it is the quote from Adam Schefter here. The 36-year-old Gold indicated that he's gotten tired of 14 months of contract negotiations and wants to be closer to his wife and children in Chicago goes on to be quoted as, quote, the bottom line is I'm unsure if I want to play there anymore. At this point, I have to do what's best for me and my family back home. Now, obviously, with sort of the franchise tag placed on Robbie, he's, he's, I don't think he's allowed to come out and say, I want to be traded to the Chicago Bears and no other team. And that may not even be the case, but even so, he's not allowed to say that at this point. But clearly, putting some strong hints and vibes out even more so now that, hey, returning to the Bears and Soldier Field and Hallis Hall and where he still lives and where his family is still located. I think on Instagram, he took his boys to a Cubs game just a couple days ago and is still out there kicking, still out there working out, even as NFL teams are in their voluntary workout situations. He, of course, not there with the San Francisco 49ers. And this all comes one day after the 49ers general manager, John Lynch said that he was sure Robbie Gold would be in San Francisco. Here's the 49ers general manager talking about his kicker one day before the kicker demanded a trade. Um, you know, Robbie's not here for these voluntary workouts. Um, you know, I think, uh, so, you know, there's a few things that make me feel really good. First of all, Robbie's extremely good at what he does. Um, and I think the last couple years have been indicative of that. Uh, Robbie's a guy who works extremely hard at his craft and um, you know, by virtue of that position he can do that wherever he is and um, you know, he can do it in Santa Clara, he can do it in Chicago, he can, he can do it wherever he is and, and I'm sure Robbie's doing that and uh, you know, Robbie's going to be a part of us uh, 
you know, this coming year. I know that um, we would like it to be longer than that. Um, and, uh, you know, we've made an attempt to make that happen. We haven't had um, we haven't come to an agreement as of yet. And uh, we'll see where that goes. But uh, Robbie will be a part of us this coming year. And we're excited for that because he's very good at what he does. And he's also a big part of this team. You, you were saying that you would expect he would be here no later than training camp? I, you know, I can't speak as to when he's going to be here. I think, um, but, uh, but uh, you know, when we when we kick it off, he'll be here. There was, you know, you guys showed some interest in Guskowski. Yeah. What was the the thinking there? Well, the thinking was, um, you know, we we've got to do our due diligence uh, in terms of being prepared for all scenarios, and you know, Stephen was a free agent and also very good. Um, our, our number one priority in that respect was to try to figure out something with Robbie. Um, Stephen was there. I think our interest quickly got the Patriots to uh, to lock him down, and that's where he's at. So I'll, I'll leave that at, at that. So evidently, Robbie Gold didn't like the comments from 49ers general manager John Lynch there, who seemed pretty confident 24 hours before this information came out that that Robbie Gold would be back. And they mentioned in there that the 49ers had shown interest in Patriots kicker Stephen Goskowski. Robbie Gold had told ESPN's Adam Schefter he was discouraged by that pursuit rather than, you know, the, the 49ers turned their attention to that rather than getting a long-term deal done with Robbie Gold. But the 49ers do also have another kicker on their roster, Jonathan Brown, He's a guy who's never kicked in an NFL regular season game, much like the three kickers on the Bears roster, but he's been around for a couple of years kicking some preseasons. I think he started with the Cincinnati Bengals as an undrafted free agent. So Robbie Gold, you know, some, some reasons to not want to be in San Francisco, certainly some reasons to want to be in Chicago, but that, first of all, is not up to Robbie Gold where he might go. And it also does take two to tango in that situation as far as the Chicago Bears both wanting to add Robbie Gold and also being willing to give up whatever compensation it might be required either to the 49ers and to Robbie Gold on a potential future contract extension to lock him in to Chicago long-term because that is sort of what Robbie Gold has talked about for a lot of this offseason is that he wants somewhere where he can have some stability, be able to kind of keep his family and not be bouncing around from team to team. You know, he was with the Giants before going to the 49ers after the Bears had released him. So he wants to have somewhere to kind of settle down a little bit. So wherever he ends up playing this season, he wants to have a long-term contract. So whether that's San Francisco or Chicago or somewhere else, that's going to have to be a part of the equation, which makes it that much more difficult to add that on top of the other compensation the Bears might have to give up. Now, what exactly the trade compensation might be? Well, that might be the the biggest obstacle to try and figure out to start here. So still to come on the podcast, we'll look at some of the other kicker and even punter transactions just to kind of see, okay, what are these types of specialists tend to be worth on the open market. Keep it locked right here on Locked On Bears. So we can presume that Robbie Gold may be on the trade market here officially just because he's asking for a trade amid contract negotiations here doesn't necessarily mean that one is going to happen or that 
the 49ers are going to listen to offers because they may have already been receiving offers as these contract negotiations have kind of lingered here. But certainly Robbie Gold trying to take over some of the leverage here and put the 49ers in the hot seat here just a few days before the draft when they might be able to use draft picks for some trade compensation here to get a deal done this upcoming weekend. Like I said, we're going to do a full-on draft primer on tomorrow's episode of the podcast, so make sure you're, you're subscribed on whatever app you use, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, you name it, we are on there. Make sure you're subscribed for your draft primer tomorrow, plus all the day-to-day draft updates on best players remaining for the Bears and analysis and instant reaction to the players the Bears do pick this week. But with Robbie Gold, draft pick compensation seems to be the most likely outcome here. As we look at, in recent years, some of the specialist transactions, because there have only been four kicker trades in the last five years in the NFL. There have been a few more punters on top of that that we'll throw in there, but let's start with the kickers since it's Robbie Gold's position. And I, I want to include the punters just because I think it's a similar dynamic as far as it is a position where you only have one of them on your roster. They're not the most valuable position. They don't cost a ton of money, but teams don't really roster more than one. So the trade value there becomes kind of difficult to parse out or to compare to other non-specialist position. So it's, it is similar in that sense to the kickers. And the first of the four kicker transactions came back in preseason of 2014 when the Philadelphia Eagles traded for kicker Cody Parkey from the Indianapolis Colts. They traded running back David Flewellen. I believe Parkey had had a strong preseason at that point. The Colts had Vinatieri on their roster as well, so didn't really need him there. We're able to get a player-for-player swap and get some compensation there. But about six days later, there was another kicker trade. Apparently, 2014 preseason was a big year for kicker trades. The Denver Broncos traded for Brandon McManus from the New York Giants. They sent a future seventh-round pick, which the Giants ultimately ended up trading later on as well. So just the latest of late round pick swaps there. Then in 2015, at the end of the preseason, the Detroit Lions traded kicker Kyle Brinza to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in exchange for tight end Tim Wright. So a second player for player trade there, bottom of the roster guys towards the end of training camp. And then on that exact same day, Really, these kicker trades tend to come in bunches, apparently. The Pittsburgh Steelers traded a sixth-round pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars for kicker Josh Scobie. And that those were 2014 and 2015. And since then, we have not seen a kicker traded in the NFL. We have seen, I believe, a few different punters traded in that span. The most notable transaction there was 2016 when the Carolina Panthers traded a fourth-round pick and punter Casey Redfern to the the Cleveland Browns for Andy Lee and, and a seventh-round pick. That was a, a significant trade compensation for one of the top punters in the NFL at the time, Andy Lee. But giving up a fourth and getting a, a seventh in return is still a lot for a specialist. That really seems to be the outlier for all of the other trades because Andy Lee was actually traded the year before to the Browns from the 49ers for a seventh round pick straight up. So even he 
<laughs> never had a lot of value other than in that one big trade. But, you know, like other specialists, J.J. Jansen from the Packers was traded for a seventh-round pick. Uh, I believe Brad Wing, the Giants, traded for him from the Steelers for a seventh-round pick. The the Eagles had traded their long snapper, John Dorenbos, for a seventh-round pick. The Giants uh, got Riley Dixon for a seventh-round pick. So with all of these trades, it's player for player. It's a seventh-round pick or a sixth-round pick for Josh Scobie. And then the real outlier there, Andy Lee and a seventh-round pick in exchange for Casey Redfern and a fourth-round pick. So it's hard to sit here and say right now that Robbie Gold is going to command a significant trade compensation when it comes to, you know, the sort of market here, right? The the 49ers are likely going to be looking for something more than a seventh round pick. But when you talk about the Chicago Bears, they've got two sevenths and a fifth and no sixth round pick this year. And I don't know if a fifth round pick feels a little bit rich for Robbie Gold. Again, comparing to the other trades that have been made for kickers, how much more valuable is Robbie Gold than the likes of a guy like Josh Scobie, who again, at the time, was uh, one of the more solid kickers in the NFL. Gold certainly coming off of a very strong season where he led the NFL in field goal accuracy. It's not about sort of how good Robbie Gold was, but how valuable the kicker position is, especially when you have a guy on the franchise tag who you're going to have to sign to a contract extension. So that lowers his value to the other teams, the Bears or whoever, as to how much more they're going to have to invest in this acquisition beyond just the potential draft pick compensation. You know, you look at maybe a potential player for player swap, but at this point in the offseason, I mean, first of all, the Bears probably don't want to give up anybody as they're still trying to see how things are going to piece together here. And you haven't had the preseason or training camp to kind of get a shape, a feel for how your 53 man roster is going to shape out. But, you know, I don't know, maybe a guy like. Nick Kwiatkowski, who's not set to be a starter this year, but is a valuable asset to the Chicago Bears defense. And, you know, maybe you could work out a, a, some kind of other compensation where Kwiatkowski for gold and a pick or, or something like that. You know, there's not really a lot of guys on this roster that are both proven enough to be valuable to the 49ers, but also not so valuable to the Bears that you wouldn't trade them for Robbie Gold. I mean, maybe Jonathan Bullard in that conversation as well. These are the type of players we'd be talking about here. It's really not anything too concrete that we can estimate or project or or kind of piece together for a potential trade here. But the other dynamic in this is just how much interest Robbie Gold might have from teams around the NFL, including the Bears. So up next, we'll look at what sort of the Bears might be weighing here. What other teams have some kicking issues that could be involved in Also look at what the the potential future with the 49ers could still be for Robbie Gold. That's next on Locked On Bears. I think the immediate reaction in Chicago when Robbie Gold requests to be traded from the 49ers is an instant, yes, go get him, do whatever it takes, bring back Robbie, we all miss him. He would be a major upgrade to the kicking position that's been such a a troublesome spot since Robbie Gold left or since the Bears released Robbie Gold a couple years ago. It would make up for Ryan Pace's sin at the position and everything would just be hunky-dory and the kicker position would be so much better and and it's the the ultimate 
no-brainer. I mean, that seems to be the initial reaction and the general reception from Bears fans that I see on social media. But here on Lockdown Bears, we're not going to be the overreaction or, you know, we're let's we'll talk about it and we'll kind of think this through and ask ourselves, okay, is this a no-brainer? Is it a for sure yes or you know, maybe it's a no, maybe it's a yes, but let's let's kind of look at what the Bears are weighing here and kind of make sure that we know the potential ramifications here. So, uh, of course, first of all, there there may be other teams interested in upgrading their kicker positions as well, and it's not a foregone conclusion that the 49ers would only trade gold to the Bears. Certainly, the Bears overwhelmingly see like Robbie's ideal landing spot and the team he would most want to play for, but he just wants to be closer to his family. And the Minnesota Vikings, for example, would be quite a bit closer to his family than the San Francisco 49ers. It's still, you know, probably it's still a flight or it's a pretty long drive. I don't, I've never made it all the way from Minneapolis to Chicago, but I know that's going to be at least you know, six, seven hours of a, an actual drive if we're mapping it out there. And the, the Vikings kicker position, not necessarily locked in. They they drafted Daniel Carlson last year and released him after a few games into the season and added Dan Bailey off the streets, who was a, a longtime accurate kicker for the Dallas Cowboys, ended up hitting only 75% for the Vikings last year. He's back on a one-year, $1 million deal, but Dan Bailey, not right now the type of kicker that would prevent the Vikings from going out and making that type of deal. Maybe the Green Bay Packers, maybe if they're souring on uh, Mason Crosby, that's kind of been a back and forth thing in Green Bay for the last number of years and whether or not, you know, how good he is and he's had some ups and downs. So, I mean, put a big old question mark against Green Bay, maybe, but you know, other teams kind of around the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers had some real kicker issues last year. Arizona Cardinals don't have anybody solid. Oakland Raiders, some question marks there. Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well. None of those, I guess Pittsburgh is a lot closer to, to Chicago than any of the West Coast teams, but Tampa Bay puts you all the way down in the East Coast and in the bottom corner of the country. The Raiders, not that far from San Francisco. Arizona, relatively speaking, not that far from that West Coast anyway. So from a Robbie Gold standpoint, I don't know how much he would dictate the landing spot, but it seems like Chicago and Minnesota and, again, maybe Green Bay and even farther away, maybe Pittsburgh would satisfy this closer to his family thing. But I I believe the most important factor for him is just some stability, some some long-term contract details to you know he seemed willing to negotiate with the 49ers and to stay there if they could agree to something I mean he had he has pulled the contract proposals he had sent to the team so he was proposing long-term contracts there and potentially I don't know maybe bring his family in or whatever and kind of settle out in San Fran a little more but we we all come back to the Chicago Bears where all the roads seem to point to here with Robbie Gold. And we talked a little bit about the gold rumors on a podcast episode a couple of, it would have been a, a week or so ago when these when the Goskowski stuff was coming out and, and there were still some murmurings of gold wanting to come to Chicago. Obviously he's gonna be a significant kicking upgrade to what the Bears have on the roster right now. They do not have a proven kicker in Chicago. There's there's no denying that. But from a financial standpoint we talked about it a little bit. 
The Bears are still paying Cody Parkey about $4 million this year. They've got their three kickers under contract already, and Robbie wants that long-term extension, which could include potentially making him the highest-paid kicker in the NFL. That's kind of how the the salary rotations go here, and whenever you hit the market, then that's when you become the new highest-paid player, even if you're not, quote-unquote, the best player. And right now, the franchise tag would pay him just under $5 million a year, Steven Goskowski just got 4.25 a year. That would kind of be about the range I would expect Robbie Gold. So you'd be looking at over $8 million and with the other contracts pushing $10 million that you're investing in the kicker position, which is not ideal. But at the same time, you do have to get the kicker position right. And you don't necessarily want to let the Cody Parkey miss and that contract continue to hurt the kicker position. You, you cut ties with Cody Parkey already, and so to let his contract continue to affect the kicker position isn't necessarily uh, solving the problem there. So at some point, the Bears might just have to say, you know what, that's dead money and it sucks, but we can't let that impact how we're going to address this weakness on our roster. So from that standpoint, again, I understand you know, pay pay Robbie Gold, and you know if if you're confident enough in his ability to kick in Chicago, and that you know bygones in the past will be bygones in the past, then that makes sense. As far as a, a draft pick trade compensation, you know, uh, with given the limited number of picks the Bears have in this draft, I, I would find it difficult to give up a fifth round pick to then have to pay him that massive, well, not massive, but that significant contract extension. I think a seventh round pick is much, much more palatable there, or maybe you give up the future sixth round pick you got from the Jordan Howard trade. Wouldn't that be funny? Trade Howard to the Eagles and basically get Robbie Gold in return. That'd be a an interesting way that this whole offseason plays out, and the, the rumors all kind of end up working together a little bit to make the, uh, make the Bears a, a better team, presumably with that kicker upgrade. But there are kickers in this draft too. And, you know, for that seventh round pick, you could get a cheaper kicker, uh, a college kicker like Cole Tracy or Matt Gay or any of these guys out there that, you know, if Ryan Pace feels confident in his scouting staff, or maybe they, they like Redford Jones, Elliot Fry, Chris Blewett, and adding another rookie in there and feel like that mix of players is what can solve this kicker position and that, you know what, the Bears don't have a ton of cap space left. They're they're sitting at around the 8 to 10 million mark, and this draft class is going to cost another three out of that. So if you're going to pay Robbie Gold another four, you know, then all of a sudden you're getting real down there on cap space, all while you want to sign guys to contract extensions like, the you know, Cody Whitehair and some of these other players that are due, you know, after their years of work here in the NFL. So, it is, it's a difficult dynamic here, and it's not something that we can necessarily pin down, but it's easy to get excited about, and I, I see the potential here. I think right now, it is a lot more likely that Robbie Gold becomes a Chicago Bear than it has been at any point, I think, in the offseason. I mean, once they placed the franchise tag on him, there was never that chance of him hitting the open market, so I think the door is the widest open than it's been at any point. And, and it's fun, right? It's a fun pre-draft thing. Maybe you get into a situation where the Bears trade down with the 49ers and get Robbie Gold in return. You know, maybe you move back in one of the rounds or, you know, trade that third rounder into the fourth round for, for Robbie Gold or, you know, some kind of combination that way. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different ways you can get creative, and I would expect that we don't see a deal done until draft day if we're going to get a trade here in the near future. But 
This could also just be a leverage play by Robbie Gold, sort of threatening this trade, taking his contract proposals off the table and saying, you know, I do not want to negotiate a long-term deal so that perhaps the 49ers will come to you and say, you know what, okay, we know we're not going to be able to get a better kicker. We're competing for playoffs this you know, this year too. We need you in our on our team as this most accurate kicker in the league last year. We'll give you the money you want. You win. We'll move forward. And you know, I think the draft is going to be a, a big play for this, the leverage in, in, all, in all angles here as to if the 49ers are able to acquire a rookie kicker, either with a late round pick or as an undrafted free agent, then maybe they would feel more comfortable moving Robbie Gold or... You know, like I said, if they get into a certain trade situation where there's a player on the board that they want and they could use Robbie Gold to trade up to go and get a certain player, then all of a sudden maybe they become more willing to make a deal there. You know, there's a lot of different things at play in draft weekend, and I think Robbie Gold has a pretty strong potential of being moved then, but we'll see how it's going to play out. I think this is certainly not the last we've heard of this Robbie Gold situation. I think before long, we'll start to hear some sort of rumors one way or another about certain teams interested, certain offers being out there, maybe certain discussions that were had on draft day that never materialized. One way or another, whatever happens, you know we'll be breaking it down right here on Locked On Bears. Make sure you're keeping up with all of our Bears news and analysis course in the podcast but on twitter at locked on bears on facebook locked on bears instagram locked on bears as well like i said earlier we'll have a full-on draft primer for you tomorrow looking at all the different options for the 87th overall pick looking at ranking the bears biggest needs in the draft and how things just might play out on draft weekend and we'll have all your draft weekend coverage breaking down every round that the Bears are involved in and and what players are best available going into each day of the draft. And then once the whole draft class is together, we'll start bringing on some some experts on some of these prospects that end up in Chicago, look at how they'll fit on the team and and how things could play out here moving forward. So that's why you always got to keep it locked right here on Locked on Bears because draft season is a great time to bear down.